When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble, with exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Happy Monday! Welcome, Lori and Julia Show. My talk 1071, everything entertainment. Lori and Julia, we don't know where they are. No, we kind of do know where they are. So, uh, now Julia is going to be back tomorrow. Lori's going to be back. I think it's Thursday. I'm having trouble keeping track of all this. So we want to. Why watch. on earth would that be? The I, endless, I, endless vacation uh, days. I know. It's just. And then Lori's got her surgery, and so I'm just trying to hold the fort down here. Uh, that, of course, is Stephanie Hansen from the Weekly Dish, and we're very happy to welcome in. I This is the first time on this time slot, Mr. Movies himself, Paul McGuire Grimes. Hello. It's great to be here. Yeah. It is great to have you, Paul McGuire Grimes. It's a mouthful, I know. It <laughs> Mar- married last name. No hyphen. I like everyone. it. <laughs> Thank you. So why didn't you hyphen? Like, was there a reason? I, we both just did not like the the look of the hyphen. Okay. And we wanted to both keep our own last names in a sense of like we didn't want a, a new name. We didn't combine the words. Yeah. We, you know, we both have our own individual identities, and we're like, let's just make it a two word last name. It's funny because it's not easy. Let me tell you. But my daughter. So my last name's Hanson. Mm-hmm. My husband's last name is Johnson. And my daughter is, her middle name is Hanson. Oh. Um, but I wanted her to be Hanson Johnson. And my husband was like, no, that's too <laughs> long. That's no the, one's yeah. going to do it. So, so yeah, there I like go. that you Thank got you. it through. Everyone thinks that the middle name is McGuire. And it's like, no, that, that was my original. That was my previous last name. The last name is McGuire Grimes. Do you split Love hairs? It. Like if people get it wrong, if they just call you Paul Grimes? Uh, it doesn't like I try not to correct them. I will let it surpass, you know, whatever. Like it depends on who it is. If it's someone like I'm going to have a relationship with, then there's a correction. You okay. Know, if it's but just not some just stranger like on the street. No, then. Okay, I love it when people call Kurt Johnson is his name mm-hmm. and they call him Kurt Hansen. Like Ooh. it fills me with glee <laughs> in a very unnatural way. I don't yeah. know why I like it so much, but I think because. You know, generally that happens to women all the time. Right. So when it happens to him. But he's so funny now. He's like, yep, Kurt Hansen, that's me. Right. He's <laughs> just used to it. I yeah. think I may have done that. Actually. She just, he owns it. He's, he's not weird about it. Uh, Donnie, do you have a weekend claim to fame? Uh, weekend, well... Didn't really do anything special. I did meet my uh, my uh, son and some friends. We met my son and some friends for uh, a little, some libation at uh, Whitey's in Stillwater yesterday. Oh, oh, fun. So he sent me a text and said, we're heading over. 
And I said, okay, we'll meet you there. Now, does you know? Whitey's in Stillwater have the giant mermaid-looking woman over the bar, the wooden statue? I'm a, uh, unfortunately, I didn't notice the bar. It was in Northeast, and they yeah. sold they the Northeast oh, location, really? and he's got another know. location in Stillwater, so I'm wondering if he... Yeah, I didn't notice that. ...moved the giant so. wooden statue. She's quite a looker. Is she? Apparently. She really Next is. Next time I'm in there, I will... I don't know how you missed her, Donnie. Come on. <laughs> well, we were too far from Too many the, libations. I guess. <laughs> Paul, how about you? A weekend well, you know, claim actually, to fame? Yeah, well, it was kind of a chill weekend, shockingly. So my kind of claim to fame is that I push myself further. I like to go running outside right now while it's so nice. Yes. Went the furthest I've ever gone on Saturday, and then I thought Sunday I'll just take it, I'll take it easy. Well, then went even further on Sunday. I got a new pair of running shoes and just feeling healthy, feeling good. Wow. So I'm yeah, impressed. getting some runs in right now. So yeah, that was not what I was doing. What I, was yours? What well, I had about 52 beers. Oh, where at? What kind? <laughs> Cinco de Mayo. Huh? Cinco. It was Cinco de Mayo. Yeah. It was the Derby. It was sunny weather being outside at Sea Salt. Uh, how about the Derby debacle? We're just going to call it. Were you guys watching it? Yes, I did not. Yes, I did watch it. Okay, here's my claim to fame. My sister, her name is Cubby, was actually at the Derby. And oh, wow. Did they, she go every year? She, this is the second year that she's gone. Okay. Her and her husband were there. And they were texting us, like, who we wanted to bet on. I was actually with her children on this day. My husband did a bike race, and then we all met. Kurt did the Grand Fondo, it's called, the bike race that they have at Fulton Brewery, where then you meet afterwards, and everybody hangs out, and you have a barbecue. So she's texting me like, who do you, who do the kids want to bet on? So we all placed like $10 bets with her. And then we got home in time to actually watch the race. So we're watching the race. It's very exciting. Maximum security crosses the line. He is definitely one of the favorites and they're talking to the jockey, but then like a long time is going on before they're announcing the final race results, the official results. And my sister's texting me because they're in the field. So there is no like TV announcer, right? Right. So she can't figure out why they're not announcing it. Ooh. And people are starting to line up at the windows trying to get their money. 22 minutes went by yeah. until they disqualified maximum security and they uh, announced the country horse was the winner of the race. And country horse was 65 to 1. So it's country home. Oh, thank you. No, it's country, <laughs> country house. Country house is his oh, name. Country house. You yeah. said home. Okay. Did I say country home? Yeah. I probably got it wrong. A house In is any not case, a home. <laughs> he, uh, anyway, yes. My sister said that then they made the reversal. People are scrambling on the floor to pick up tickets that they've dropped <laughs> right. because tickets. all of a sudden the 65 to one long That's shot right. is yeah. declared the winner. My uh, brother-in-law had bet on that winner. No, He had bet on him two separate times. He always bets on the long shot. Wow. Once for his grandma and once for himself. Oh, that's sweet. And his grandma got $286 because she always does like a $2 bet. Yeah. He does it just for grandma. She's right. like, grandma is like 98. And then he made $1,600 himself. Stop. Nice. Yeah, on the long shot. But he said it was real freaky. Like people were scrambling around on the ground. It was wet. <laughs> people had just oh, thrown their yes. tickets down. Yeah. yeah. And people are over. upset, including the owner of Maximum Security, who is claiming that there's foul, uh, something's amiss. He's uh, logging a challenge. And one of the things that he said I thought was kind of interesting, because, I mean, 
you watch the video, there is some jostling going on. Well, because he like went into the other lane. Yeah. Or was yes. there, and yeah. the jockey yeah. from riding maximum security said that the horse had gotten spooked by the crowd. Yes, that's what he said. So he is trying to control him. And he yeah. said that right as he came off the track. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, he must have known that there was something fishy. Right. In any case, apparently they're o- in most of the races, they only race 14 horses. But in the Derby, they race 20 because according to this owner, it's greed. They can generate a lot more money with more horses. Mm-hmm. So the track, it's pouring rain. The track is wet. You've got six more horses in the same area than you would normally have. So it's apparently um, he's upset. And rightly so, I suppose. Yeah. They're not going to change it. I don't think they are either. No, they, they can't. Sorry. But if you bet on maximum security, you get like $10 back for if you bet on it, which I think is oh, weird, really? too. There's insurance. There like a re- a re- oh, no kidding. Yeah, this is the first time oh. this has happened. In, in the Derby, yes. Yeah, it's like 100. in other races. 154 years, is it? Yeah, something. Yeah. Yeah. Um, bizarre. Totally bizarre. But cool. Fun. Yeah. Fun Sherman, for grandma, too. Interesting. Yeah. yeah. And my brother-in-law came home yesterday with a pocket full of dough. So nice. he's happy. Yeah. Now, do you? You said do you watch the Derby? So do you do it for the fashion, the hats, or just to have a mint julep? Um, I hate mint juleps. Oh, I want to well. like them, but I don't love whiskey, so that's okay. a problem. Yeah. Um, I do like the hats. I think those are really fun. I like the whole spectacle of mm-hmm. it, the tradition of it. Um, I like gambling. I just I'm not good at it, but I do like it, and I like horse racing. I think it's fun. Yeah. Uh, what was interesting is that there was a guy there, Donnie found this story. He had an $8 bet and because of the way he bet, he ended up getting $78,000. Oh, there was another bet. Oh, you know of another one, Donnie. I heard it this morning on another radio station. Uh, (laughs) there was a guy who bet $8,000 at 65 to one and he won. And that's like a half a million. Was his name James Holzhauer? <laughs> Why do you ask? Well, it's because he's the Jeopardy champ right oh, now. Yeah. Oh, like no. He's slaying <laughs> no, on Jeopardy. And he's a sports bet. It, wasn't, sports it wasn't him, but yeah. He, he put down 8000 on a 65 to one shot and he won. Think how much money he must have bet overall, though. Like, if you're putting $8,000 down on the 65 to one, you must be putting $20,000 down on the one you think's yeah, the winner, possibly. right? Yeah, he might be a big time gambler. fantastic. Yeah. All right. That's so much money to just throw around. It is a lot of money. That's the weekend claim to fame. All righty. We're going to go ahead and take a break. And when we come back, uh, we'll wrap up the weekend claim to fame with a little Cinco talk. And there's a royal baby. That is Ariana Grande wanting it, loving it, whatever the heck else she's doing over there. I cannot understand her new lyrics. <laughs> Call me an old man, but I'm like, Ariana, sing out, Louise, and let's enunciate. Where's the diction? I need to know what your lyrics are. It is. It's funny like, that you bring that up. Get off Paul's lawn. <laughs> Seriously. <laughs> Where's the diction? Yeah. I actually used that exact same word this weekend. I was with my 11-year-old niece and my 8-year-old, and they were saying something. I was like, I'm <laughs> I was like, uh, girls, I cannot understand a word you were saying you need to enunciate and have some diction. And they were like, what's diction? Yeah, really. I know that I mumble in real life, but like I try not to and enunciate when I'm like performing or doing something like Ariana Grande. Yes, you need to not mumble. Right. Uh, Paul, are you a royal baby watcher? Um, as in, uh, I know that it happened. So I watched the announcements this morning and I was paying attention. And I will be keeping an eye out for the, the name of said baby, but I don't like know the ins and outs. You know, I'll wait for it to appear on the crown. I think we agreed 
you and I agreed that Arthur yes. is high. I think James is probably second. I would I would like that. But they also seem kind of unconventional in a sense. Like, oh, there's all these rumors and stories that they like to break away from tradition. Oh, yes. So then are we going to get, like, a Simon or, like, something that is not <laughs> family hope. related? Like, there's no Charles? I don't no. think they actually can go completely rogue. Okay. But I think they can go deeper into the ro- uh, royal catalog, like, as it were. Can we get some tutors' names going up in here? Like, let's, let's really date. Yeah. Oh, Richard is a possibility, or Edward. Yes. Ooh. You know, my father's, my, my husband's father, who died before I met him, his name was Dick Johnson. No. Yeah. That's unfortunate. I know. Yeah. And everybody called him Richard, but you yeah. know how that goes. Mm-hmm. Um, Not all right. In middle so- school, they didn't. <laughs> <laughs> No, right. they really didn't. <laughs> no. um, I so want do you, you watch these? Do you watch the Royal? Oh, heck yes. Okay. I am dying. I was dying when she got pregnant. I have feelings about them. I really love Prince Harry. I'm very protective of him. Mm-hmm. Um, Kate and Prince William, like, fine. You know, they don't do it as much for me, but I really like They're Prince Harry. Gingers, and so let's be real here. There is that. Yeah. And then I, I liked Meghan Markle. But I am feeling a little less affinity for her as she's making her stamp. Um, I don't like that she's busting up some of these royal traditions. Right. Uh, One of them being... Such a monarchist. I know. I like the monarchy (laughs) and I like... hand will throw you off. I thought they even got to have their own I thought was wrong. Right. I think if you're the royal house, you need to be united. You need to have a president. Someone's doing it for them. I do not believe for one minute Megan's on there. But they moved out of the ancestral home. They have their own Instagram account. They didn't uh, bring the baby. Like normally the woman has the baby and then two hours later they're in a dress standing there holding the baby for pictures. They're not doing that. I did uh, like Prince Harry making the announcement, though, about the baby. We're going to listen to a little bit of audio. First of all, he was so adorable. Second of all, like, I don't know who picked the shot, but right behind where he was making the announcement were two horses in their stables. And like one said, Sir John, and one had another name. And I'm like, okay, there he is standing in front of his horse stable with his very exciting announcement. The Royal Steeds. Yes. (laughs) It was kind of precious. Do you want to hear him? Yeah, yes. I do. Here we go. Yes, um, I'm very excited to announce that uh, Megan and myself had a baby boy um, early this morning. A very healthy boy. Um, mother and baby are doing incredibly well. Um, it's been the most amazing experience I can ever um, possibly imagine. Um, how any woman does what they do is beyond comprehension. But. <laughs> Can we just stop that right there? It just cracks me up. How any woman can do what they do is beyond comprehension. And that is like the most honest statement because if you have watched that whole... Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. 
Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. All scene unfold. I did in high school in health class. It's <laughs> called the miracle of life. I, it is yes. pretty like, whoa, oh, what yeah. just happened? Um, I really hope he didn't actually watch watch. I feel like feelings about that. I think <laughs> for some men, it's hard to recover from that oh. experience. He just um, is so excited. And I really love that. It, yes. it was him like off the cuff. Maybe he memorized it. Who knows? But I just love the excitement, the pure. I just had a baby joy. And the I'm pure joy. And he's proud of her. Yeah. Like, I thought that was funny, too. Okay, Donnie, keep going. All righty. So grateful to all the love and support for everybody out there. Um, from everybody out there. It's been, um, it's been amazing. So we just wanted to share this with everybody. And what about names? Are you still thinking about names? Still thinking about names, Alan. Um, it's, uh, yeah, the baby's a little bit overdue, so we've had a little bit of time to think about it, but, um, yeah, we're still, that's, that's, the, that's the next bit. But for us, I think we'll be seeing you guys in probably two days' time, as planned, um, as a family, to be able to share it with you guys and so everyone can see the baby. <laughs> I mean, you can't stop smiling. It must have been, I mean, that's just, every birth is, is amazing, but for your own child, it must be, oh. I haven't been at many births. Um, <laughs> this is definitely my first birth. Uh, but it was amazing. Absolutely incredible. And as I said, I'm so incredibly proud of my wife. Um, and so as every father and parent would ever say, you know, your, your baby is absolutely amazing. But this little thing is, is, is absolutely to die for. So How cute is that? Very sweet. And doesn't it make you... I don't know, you guys. It makes me just a tiny bit sad about Princess Diana. I did think that was the first thought I, I did had. Too. Was I just wish that she was still around? To, and like, she see would have four and, grandchildren, and she, yeah, you right. know, would be just delighted. I just want to see playdate photos of baby, baby number four, and George, and Charlotte, and Louis, and I was thinking Louis? that Louis, Louis, Louis okay. yes. and I was thinking that too, Paul, because they're going to be like only, you know, a year apart, oh. which. For cousins, like, that's, that's pretty great. close, yeah. yeah. They're going to have a whole gaggle of cousins. But do you honestly believe that they don't have a name picked out already? Like, they're not so waffling with no, a name. No, I think they're going to just tell us when it feels like Meghan yes. Markle has decided that she's going to tell us. I think she's in charge. Oh, okay. <laughs> don't you think? Of the name she's in charge? I think she's in charge of everything, including Harry oh, and his wiener. You're just being so well, mean to her. I'm, I, I just, <laughs> just don't... Just, the I woman like, just had a baby. Give her a break. I know. I'm sorry. <laughs> I was listening to Elizabeth Reese saying that when Kate Middleton has her babies and she has to come out like in her little dress on the steps... And look gorgeous 10 minutes later. Yeah, yeah. that she finds that traumatizing. It is. Wouldn't it be traumatizing? But that's the way they do it. Well, they're doing you it differently now. No. No, that does not get to happen when you are in the royal family. There's things you give up when you're in the royal family. That's right. And the privacy of two days later telling us your baby's name and showing us the picture, you are a subject of the people. Oh, my god! The people are your your audience. Do you watch The Crown? Yes. What are your thoughts on Olivia Colman coming up in season three? Um, I like it all. Oh, I cannot wait. Yeah, I... She's brilliant. Think she's a great actress. I love watching The Crown. I like hearing all the tradition. 
see great. it in December. Yes. December. Okay. Yeah, and by I'm then we'll sure know the name of the baby boy. Hopefully. <laughs> I mean, good. Megan will have allowed us to know. They'll have a People magazine spread. You're listening to Lori and Julia. <laughs> They're out, but we will be back with our favorite headline of the day when we come back. forecast for you tonight gradual clearing 38 will be the low tomorrow nice day sunny and 61 for your tuesday and this certainly ties into what we were just talking about by talk 1071 congratulating megan and harry on the new royal bundle of joy and honor of all those nappies as the brits call them they'll now be changing themselves i don't know uh we are offering a royal amount of diapers to a lucky listener here's what you have to do listen to the my talk 107 stream player on your computer or app and enter to win a 150 dollars gift card to stock up on diapers or anything else you may need for your own royal high chairness so cheers to the duke duchess sussex cheers cheers to uh, uh, Meghan Markle, Prince Harry, and the baby boy. Notice that the dad has already weighed in. Of course, her dad oh, who yeah. can't Honest stop yapping. Um, but her mom's there. That's cool. Yes, Doria Ragland is there. Thank you mm-hmm. for knowing Doria Ragland's name. I appreciate <laughs> that, Donnie. I'm good with names. <laughs> uh, you sure are. How are you with audio? Because I think Paul wants to give you his favorite headline so of we the got, day. Yeah. Yes. And my favorite headline of today, I wanted to go something positive, and it's Adam Sandler paying, paying tribute to Chris Farley on Saturday Night Live this past Saturday. So he closed his episode out with uh, the song that he wrote for Chris Farley. And Donnie, do you have a clip of this for a second? I do. Here we go. First time I saw me was sweeter than honey. Plaid jacket and belt too tight, and he wasn't even being funny. <laughs> then he cartwheeled around the room and slowed ass with a cleaning lady. He was a one-man party. You know I'm talking about, I'm talking about my friend Chris Farley. Saturday night my man would always deliver Whether you was the bumblebee girl or living in a van down by the river Nice so throughout this, you're seeing video. There's a little monitor up, and they're see, you know you're seeing different clips of when they're on Saturday Night Live together. And I'm such a I'm a big Saturday Night Live fan. So just to like kind of go back to the old, those days of like the bad boys of SNL, and to see Adam Sandler kind of back in his prime and Chris that remembrance of Chris Farley, they were like they were never my favorites on the show, but just to see this again was like so sweet, so touching. I had a a better appreciation for Adam Sandler all over again. And this isn't new from like I think he does this in his Netflix special and on the road but I think now that he's done us now there's a bigger uh, reach for it yeah and that it's more meaningful it was also interesting when he came out to do the monologue he sang the uh, I got fired song yes and I brought also, out Chris Rock. Chris Rock who mm-hmm. also was like and I got fired right. I didn't realize and I guess 
I, you know, I guess it is getting fired when they don't want you to invite you back for right. another season. Contracts up. But you think about like getting fired as like you, you're fired. Right. Like he said, the, like a, a bad naughty word on the air live and they had to fire from that. But no, I'm assuming just the contract. Was yeah. And, and they just decide to move yeah. on. And it was a great app. Do you watch Saturday Night Live? I do. But I'll be honest, Paul, <laughs> as what? I've gotten older, I fall asleep. <laughs> Okay. I can't stay okay. up. So let me let me share some honesty here from old man Paul. I also did fall asleep after the uh, cold open. And so then we do had to you rewatch watch it. Okay. We so. DVR it. So we watched it on Sunday. But yeah. I guess my I husband asleep. watches like YouTube clips. Oh no, okay. we watched the whole thing. We are diehard like SNL fans in our house. I liked that um, 25th anniversary. I had the CD oh, yeah. DVD yep. series. Mm-hmm. Um, I like it. I'm just not always awake. Okay. Um, I'll forgive you for that. Yes. I, uh, I did post the cold open, as they like to call it, and it was Family Feud, oh and it was Game of Thrones versus Avengers Endgame. It was, it was hysterical. Very funny. So you could go see that on the Lori and Julia show. Yeah, yeah, it was very funny. Um, they were going to do some sort of political snarky thing about Attorney General Barr not appearing at the Senate Judiciary hearings, but... He didn't appear, so there was like not a lot that they could do with that. So yeah, they yeah. did something different instead. All right. Um, another favorite headline of the day comes from one of our favorite websites here on the Lori and Julia show, Celebici. Uh, is someone please burn Angelina Jolie's terrible black leather joggers? So she went out to lunch, <clears throat> and she was wearing... Um, these kind of jogger pants, right? So they look like sweatpants a little bit Mm -hmm. where they're cuffed around the ankle. Um, And I just thought this headline was funny because they were talking all about how hot these pants are. I don't know why you'd be jogging in these pants. They're called joggers. <laughs> I'm not going to be jogging in these pants. No way. Sweaty, wouldn't it? Yes, yes that's what they're talking and about. Like the amount of cough at the bottom. that you'd have yeah, in warm cool. weather. That uh, they're just a little too hot. But I will say Angelina Jolie is always a little bit like a matchstick. So yeah, she probably doesn't sweat very much because she's probably always cold. <laughs> she, uh, she's <laughs> When you're very thin. thin, you just don't real have a thin. lot of body fat oh. to keep you warm. It's you're like a little bird. Do you like Angie? Shoes. Like, like, would you go and watch her movies? Like, are you pro Angie or no? Um, I would watch a movie if it was a movie I wanted to see and she was in it. I really don't have thoughts about her either way. Okay. I'm, I'm not team Aniston or team Jolie. Really old news. I'm team Brad Pitt all the way. Oh yes. Like whatever he's doing, whoever he's doing it with, I'm in the corner. (laughs) (laughs) I'm very interested. I just want her to get back to acting. She won an Oscar a hundred years ago. Now we, I just want her to be appear in movies and give a great performance and be the actress that we know that she think she's a good actress. I do think she's a great Uh actress. And I think that she's gotten too caught up in being Angelina Jolie, the, the celebrity, the wife of Brad Pitt, the mom of six, the director, the, um, the, um, but to be fair, she's got six kids. So like, she doesn't have a lot of time. Right. But they're getting older now. It's not like they're babies. Yes. You know, that's true. They are getting older. Well, she's got plenty of stuff coming up. I mean, besides Maleficent. Oh, yeah, that is, is coming up. That is coming up. She's got uh, three movies in, in post-production and two after that. So she's got five movies. Well, she's got to go. pay the bills now. <laughs> Do you know what I'm saying? I, I think she'll be Apparently, fine. there was a little bit of discussion about how much Brad was giving her and whether it was enough money. So 
you know, she's had to, before they used to trade off. Oh, yeah. They, one of the people would stay with the kids and they'd trade off. Like, you know, a lot mm-hmm. of married couples, you got to figure out who's going to stay you home if your kid is sick. Google you got to keep balancing stripe. things. Yeah. Can I tell you something that I find real weird? So Mindy Kaling uh, had a baby and she's never said who the father of the baby is. Right. She's from the office. Mm-hmm. Um, she, there was a lot of speculation that it was perhaps her co-star BJ Novak. It is. Okay, oh, really? but yeah, I'm I'm putting my foot down on this one. Oh. He's okay, the father. So let us discuss that for a second okay. because she right. just made him the official godfather of the baby. So then it's probably not him because you don't make the real dad the godfather of the baby, do you? Well, well no, but this is also just a headline. You know, like that's just the PR spin that they're putting out. This is me putting on my tinfoil hat as Holly Roberts would okay. say and thinking I'm sure BJ actually is the father or maybe you know, and instead of claiming that they're a couple again and starting all of those rumors all over again, she's just saying, oh, he's the godfather, so we don't need to talk about him being the, the baby it, daddy. Is that a, a red herring? Is that what you call it? Yeah, sure. I guess that would be, okay. Donnie. Um, apparently, when they were dating, he dumped her, and she was devastated, and they stayed friends, and now do the we're best friends, but maybe we're still romantically interested in each other thing, kind of. Hmm. So, yeah, I never thought about that, Paul, that like this could not be actually maybe happening in real life. Right. That he is perhaps the father. And so she's trying to come up with an explanation as to why they're all so cozy. Yeah. I think they're just private people. I, you know, I don't ever get the sense that they do things for like show. I think if she wanted us to know who the father was, she would have told us. But it's so weird if it's like your old boyfriend that you're making, because then you can never be not with that guy. Right. Right. Because, I mean, that's just too weird. Yeah. I don't know. Though my husband's the worst godfather ever. Like, I don't know. Godfather is a weird thing. You're supposed to be doing something religious or whatever. We're not. Really? I have a godson and we, um, he's amazing, but it's not really a religious. Like we had a naming ceremony for him as parents, you know, when they chose us as godfathers for You're him. You're technically, I think, supposed to be like shepherding the kid yes. into the yep. religion of your choice. Oh, well. We were not very good at that. The Church of Beyonce really will be what we are shepherding him into. <laughs> Let me tell you right now, Kurt, Kurt is not being a good guy. No, he's not, child. Donnie. We're going to have to take care of him, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Oh, Donnie. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. You know, <laughs> when we were talking about the Derby earlier, this is all I was thinking I'm about. I'm so was stunned. I don't even know what to do. Godmother. Donnie just did an impression. <laughs> I, I don't think Stupid. the girls would appreciate that, Donnie. Uh, to that, I would answer, don't care. Oh, okay. <laughs> are, are, are they here? Up some standards are they over here? here? <laughs> They're not here. Okay. Too bad. So sad. <laughs> All right. All right. So oh, Mindy Donnie. Kaling, I hope that she, I hope that everyone, I hope everything is happy here. Let's get an office reunion going. Did I'm you watch the that. office? Oh, Did yes. you like the American or the British version better? I, uh. Uh, I didn't watch enough of the British to have a strong opinion one versus the other, but I do love the American version. I do too, and I can't stand Ricky Gervais. So, oh well, there you go. Oh, I love Ricky Gervais. Oh, he's such a jerk. Oh, he's that's he's so. I, I I did prefer the British version over the American. Version. Yeah, um, you did. You didn't yeah, think did. Steve Carell was just charming didn't and me. adorable? Yeah. And- no, didn't no, I? Didn't I felt nothing? I oh. stopped <laughs> watching after Steve Carell left. I will admit to that. I did love him. Yeah. He just, uh, the one where they um, do the sexual harassment speech <laughs> and they're just harassing everyone while they're doing it is hilarious. I mean, I love the dinner party scene. 
Yes, yeah. I've seen and that. That is hysterical. Yep, with his girlfriend. Yep, and they uh, win the Dundies. They like they like smash a Dundee over the TV. Yes, it's so funny. Did you have sexual harassment training at your job? Because we had it here where we had to like watch the videos, oh, and yeah. it is like yeah, so embarrassing sure. like that. No, but we just had active shooter training at my job. So oh, there's that. Yikes! I yes. But I didn't mind it. We had a really good instructor, and it was very informative. And, and I feel I'm like sure. I could kick, kick some butt right now. Okay. Wow. Well, I won't say where good. you work so no, that nobody tests the theory. <laughs> <laughs> it's so weird, though, that we live in a time where you have to do that, yeah, isn't it? No. Yeah, and I, so. I really wasn't looking forward to it, but it was educational. We watched some videos from survivors and people that have been a part of that. Oh, wow. Well, we're taking this segment way down I just, right yeah, now. So that's friends, okay, though. Come back Interesting soon. thing. Interesting. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game, and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. Something happened. Okay, so um, I want to mention too for all of us Angelina Jolie fans since we're talking about her a little bit ago. All of the that, fans, yeah. all of you and one and, other person, well, those fans. In the new Maleficent <laughs> movie, uh, Michelle Pfeiffer will be appearing in it. So that is reason enough to go. Isn't that interesting that she's kind of resurrecting her career again? I am here for it. Well, because she, you know, she was she was a mom. She yes. Yeah. Some time she was raising to, kids. And yeah. she was yeah. married to that really rich guy Still who is, produced. David Kelly. Yes, thank you. Yeah. Yep. I was going to say produced Kelly. Allie McBeal. Yeah. Um, and Big Little Lies. Oh, Is he doing Big Little Lies too? Yes. Yeah, oh. he did it the first time. He's okay. doing it Did you watch Big Little Lies? Yes. I'm obsessed with June it. June 9th is when yeah. the second installment comes back and, and Meryl Streep is... I- I can't Looks even. fantastic. Oh, yes, Alexander Skarsgård's mother. Yeah. His character's mother. He was really good in that movie too, but I like the idea of all these strong women coming together. Yes. And just maybe having these secrets coming together. And all of them are great actresses. Yes. I think people are seeing Reese in a new light. I think it's Nicole's best performance in years. And it, she's had Yes, tons I would of great agree work. with that. She's Laura done. Dern, I bow down to. Yeah, she's like, wonderful too. And Reese Witherspoon, let's just talk about her hair for a second. In flowing the, blonde. Yes, she's got like the perfect layers. Yeah. I'm a little jealous I've of her layers. I've got the theme song on my running list. You know, there's like running in the show and it just yeah. like empowers do, me to like start. Do, do, yeah. do, 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 do. I don't know the name of the song, but. Uh, no, Cold Little Heart, I think is the name of it. Um, oh, okay, that you can God. remember that, Paul, is fantastic. I remember such unimportant stuff. <laughs> but when my husband is talking to me and giving me, you need to remember this. Boosh, it goes in one ear and out the other. Yes. <laughs> That's funny. Yeah, that is so funny. We've got no, I, yeah, I'm excited about that. October 18th. That's when Melissa Fint... Is it going to be like Melissa Fint 2? Yes. Yes. It's a sequel. Okay. Yeah. All, all right. In it. Disney is just doing all of these live action reboots. I'm here for some, cautious about others. Okay. The Lion King, I, I think is going to be fantastic. Bow down. Stunning. 
that cast. Yes. Donald Glover, Beyonce. It'll be great. Billy Ackner, John Oliver. I'm yeah, really looking I, forward to that. Aladdin. I know. Oh, I yeah. Just, this is the... This Big Little Lies? Yep. That's your theme song. Yeah. I'm trying to think There's of the lyrics name to of it, too, though. Uh, there it is. Oh, yeah. I can just see you, like, running down by the lakes listening to this song. Mm-hmm. I like it. Yeah, right. Thanks. Uh, I think some of the live actions are going to be great, though. Yeah. And I'm looking forward to Toy Story 4, actually. Um, I am, too, just as someone that loves Pixar. But I also wonder, like, why? We will discuss because when we come back. Money. You're listening That's to why. the Lori and Julia show. <laughs> like, I get it, but okay. Uh, I've got a Sex Monday bonus when we come Ooh, back. Bonus. Welcome back to the Loria and Julia, the Loria and Julia show. <laughs> I'm Stephanie Hansen. You can find me at Stephanie's Dish, host of the Weekly Dish with Steph March from nine to eleven on Saturdays. Here with Paul McGuire Grimes. You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Paul's Movie Trip. And we got some Ariana Grande again coming back from the break. And I understood maybe one or two lyrics. The there. lack of diction. Yeah, I, in see, that. Yes, uh, we were talking song. about that earlier. Paul, okay. Yes, Stephanie. How do you feel about talking about sex with me? I'm fine with that. Okay, because I have... You got a story. And I get very uncomfortable about sex things. <laughs> okay, well... I get uncomfortable about the sex words. <laughs> Let me put on my Dr. Ruth oh, hat. Yeah. <laughs> Donnie knows this about me. I do. In fact, Lori oh. just tweeted, like, who's doing Sex Monday? Because she knows. I'm just She like, knows who's doing it. <laughs> and it's not you. Okay, but I have a little Sex Monday bonus. And I'm a little uncomfortable wading into this water, but I think it's important to really analyze this on behalf of Lori. She would not let this article go by. No. Donnie, Mm. there is a persistent sex recession that is happening. Yes, there is, especially among millennials. Excuse me. I'm offended. That there's a sex recession or that I said sex? (laughs) Uh, Millennials, I guess. Okay. I mean, I think I'm a millennial. I'm 36. Would that make me millennial? Uh, I feel too old to be a millennial. Yeah, I don't. I think you're you're Gen X. I'll take it. Okay. I don't even know. But here's the thing. So there is a real live sex recession that's happening. And I'll tell you why I think this matters. So first of all, it's very common to delay marriage, right? Yes. And because uh, young people are delaying marriage, and this is also happening in Japan, it's happening in America, they're having a lot less sex. And this would be people ages 18 to 29. Um, They are saying, 23% are saying that they have not had sex in the last 12 months. Think about that for just a second. 23% 23 of our horniest generation. Yeah. Are not having sex. Where's that shame bell from Game of Thrones? <laughs> shame, 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 shame. Uh, you asked and I deliver. Shame. There you go. Okay. Say it again. Shame. There we go. Yes. Shame. <laughs> but why is that? Let's well, talk about that. Well, I'm going to tell you why okay. they think it is. They're surprised, number one, because yeah. young Americans tend to be more religious. They're more relaxed about sexual orientation. They're way more open to experimentation. There's a deluge of free porn on your smartphones. So these 
uh, people that are analyzing this are actually thinking it's because of all those reasons you'd think they'd be having more sex, but the reverse is true. Um, the biggest reasons for the sex recession, they say, are straightforward. So married couples have more sex than singles, and that people are postponing me. marriage. Okay. I was surprised by that too, Paul. Right. Like, I don't know. Because people always say the sex goes like out Like once a week when, when you're married. married. Yeah. Which it shouldn't, but... And maybe right. that just outweighs, because the single people, it's harder to get it. I don't know. Uh, Americans are marrying days. later. Also, yeah, here's another just bummer. Economic distress, distress is another damper. Mm-hmm. Uh, the slowdown in the young American sex lives began during the Great Recession. And partly as a result of it, and the Great Recession in our generation was 2008, um, many of them still live with their parents, and they no, have low it, esteem and poor prospects because they are still experiencing distress. That makes because sense. Because of their watching their parents suffer. So they're very Ooh. focused on their careers and not wanting to, mm-hmm. you know, have that happen to them. Yeah. So they're foregoing romance entirely. I mean, I feel, I feel like if you think about it in a sense of like, if you are not a happy person or if things aren't going well in life, you're not going to want to project a sexuality out or like you, you are too sullen and you don't like appreciate yourself. Then you're just like, I don't feel sexy if I'm not liking my life. Well, and it's I hard feel to feel sexy or, if you're absorbed in your career and you're yeah. tired and you're poor and you're doing all the things. Or um, you've got uh, you know, the, the student debt situation. A lot of yes, Donnie, you're right about that. Debt, yeah. uh, the, the, the rents. Uh, they can't. They feel they can't afford to buy a house, and the rents are sky high. Since two thousand eight, though, we're blaming men here, folks, because well, there's been a <laughs> threefold rise in the share of men under thirty who claim to be having no sex, but sexless women increased only by eight percent. So it's the dudes, right? Mm. Do you think they're lying? Why would they no. lie about that? I don't know about not having sex. I think right. men in my We'd just be the other way around. Yeah, <laughs> that you'd be like, oh yeah, I'm getting oh, it yeah, all the time. Right. Yeah. Nice buzz. Um, Man, I'm old. Here's what no one wants to talk about, and this is what I think honestly. Besides people getting married later, but I think this contributes that too. Men' social skills have been especially eroded by over reliance on technology. Overindulgence in porn, meanwhile, offered them escape from true reality. Mm-hmm. So. They can't have conversations. They're uncomfortable striking up conversations with strangers in a bar. They have tools like, you know, uh, Tinder and Grindr and all those yeah. things. But they're not, like, good at making connections and just having, like, regular conversation. Hmm. And, and meanwhile, you can have porn, so... So, yeah, if you can do it yourself... I'm, is that too far? Did no, I just take it, no, it is not. There's so much porn out there for real and for free that if you can just watch that and get off, for lack of a better word, yeah, maybe I mean, they're too lazy to go out from their basement. No commitment. Uh, the problem is profound anxiety yeah. about having uh, intimate communication. Standards. Potential coupling might lead to expectations. Um, mutually agreeing upon the basis of relationship, every stage of its development. All of that is just too much for these people. But here's what's bad for us, okay? Who's us? Us, the old folks. Okay. That are having all the sex. All right. That are like the STDs in the Woo-hoo! old folks' home are through the roof. I have a story about that, but keep going. I, I'm sure you do, Paul. Thanks for sharing. Oh, we're out of time. Oh. We're out of time. Okay, if, when we come back. Okay. We need these people to be having sex. We need Social Security friends. Yeah. That's right. Who's going to pay Somebody for us? to fund it. Yeah. We need babies and we need people working. I, I, I could have a story there, too. But <laughs> when we come back. Yeah.
on the Lori and Julia show. Important holiday PSA. Do not sleep on Old Navy's Jingle Jammies. From iconic plaids to candy cane stripes to merry elves, Old Navy has every festive pajama print for the fam at prices that would make even Santa jealous. Want to match everyone in Buffalo checks, even your dog? Go for it. Sorry, not sorry. But these PJs sell out fast. So pop by an Old Navy store or visit oldnavy.com.